Uh, that was a blast from the past, actually. Dan Seals and Marie Osmond meet me in Montana. So that leads into our next story. And Big Sky is both a destination and a description of a privately owned ski field in the US state of Montana that stretches over 5,800 acres and includes country that is so challenging that they've established a new category of triple diamond black runs. Helen Hayes reports from Big Sky where she speaks with the CEO of Big Sky Tourism, Brad Niver, about the latest developments in this growing destination that's proving popular with Aussies. Welcome to Travel Riders Radio, Brad. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Well, you haven't got a cowboy hat on. (laughs) I always expect Montanans to have a cowboy hat, but that's okay. That's all right. Now, we have been exploring Big Sky for a couple of days, and wow, this ski resort, it should be number one on Australians' list. Now, I know we're going to be working to get more Australians here, but let's talk about it. Just how big is Big Sky? You've given it the name, the biggest skiing in America. How big is it? Well, you know, back when um, we launched that campaign, which was called Biggest Skiing in America, we were the biggest ski area in the world. We have uh, 5,200 and so acres of skiing terrain on, on the resort here. Unfortunately, over the years, a number of other North America ski resorts have um, merged with others, and now they can take the claim of being the largest. But we are the uh, the largest uh, continuous one um, property with with a massive amount of acreage for skiing. So that's a lot. It is, and it makes uh, a wonderful experience for people because they can ski. You know, literally for four days straight, never ski the same run. We have over 39 chairlifts that that cover this whole resort area. And then the other real great feature of all that acreage, um, unlike a lot of resorts in the United States, most of our ski resorts are on federally owned land. So there has to be certain permits to allow a ski area to, to operate on those lands. Here, our whole mountain and resort area is all on private property. And so we are able to offer um, a little different experience. We can build chairs, uh, lift access a little easier easier and smoother because it's on private property but the other thing that we really offer that's very unique is the amount of um ski in ski out uh lodging properties and so just besides the hotels that we have that are right here on the slopes we also have close to 900 um private homes or condominiums that you can actually just grab your skis walk uh right out your back door and walk right onto the ski run and ski down to the chairlift. So we have a lot of what we call neighborhood chairlifts. That's part of the 39 chairlifts. Allows you to just uh, ski in and ski out. So ski down the hill uh, in the morning, get to the neighborhood chairlift, it'll lift you up. And in the afternoon, you can ski back down to your home and uh, you never have to get in the car, which makes it very unique. Oh, that's great. Now, can and can Australian skiers hire one of those houses? Oh, absolutely. All those homes are available in uh, short-term rental here in Big Sky, we almost we have almost twelve different companies that provide homes that uh, uh, people can hire for um, for their stay. Uh, different ranges of price from a, a, a one bedroom condominium all the way up to a, a six to ten bedroom home that can sleep 25 people you can order a private chef to come in and do any of your cooking you can do any of those options so we have it all from from simple and and affordable to all the way to uh, uh lifestyles of the rich and famous if Ooh, that's well, we skied past one yesterday that was a really big house and it had its own ice skating rink so oh, that was um, that, that oh yeah the instructor showed us that so i was going to knock at the door and say hi but <laughs> we decided not to do that Perfect. <laughs> so, so speaking of your chairlifts you've got 
some of the biggest and fastest in America. Some of them are new since I was here last. So you've got Ram Charger and Swift Current and also Lewis and Clark, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, they're the what we call bubble chairs and they're heated and you have like a wind-resistant window thing you pull down. How do you yes. describe it? <laughs> no, it's we call them bubble chairs and uh, they're very unique and uh, you can order them in different colors. Ours are all blue. And um, we've also really upgraded a lot of our chairs where uh, on our, our main chairs on Swift Current, six which is a six person and then ram charger eight which is an eight person they all have individual backrests um they're all individually heated and then they're incredibly fast and so even on the stormiest days you are like in your own little cocoon as you zip up the hill um swift current opened um just last winter of the winter of 21 22 and uh it's still i believe uh the fastest uh, chairlift in the United States right now um, and it's what we call a direct drive it is uh, a very efficient as well it uses less electricity and is just an amazing engineering accomplishment both of those chairs um, have uh, large buildings at the top of them because we have to park the chairs inside every night um, so we take all the chairs off the line and uh, put them to bed yeah especially with those big windows those big bubbles around them we have to these chairs are, are, are very expensive and so part of our warranty with Doppelmeyers, they have to be parked inside at night and that happens in the summer too so they don't get affected by uh, UV rays and things like that that makes the investment last longer well I can certainly vouch that they're quick and certainly a nice respite from, from the wind and snow because it's just been snowing you guys have had incredible amount of snow which is fabulous speaking of neighbourhood living we stayed a couple of nights at the Montage, which is, I think, the newest property here and certainly the newest Montage in the, st- in the country. And it's fantastic. And it's tucked away on the left side of the resort mm-hmm. and it has its own lift, the Lewis and Clark lift. And that area, Spanish Peak, seems to be really growing. It is. That's part of one of our three private clubs that are here in Big Sky. Montage is built inside that property. Montage uh, opened in December of uh, 2022. Just added a a real nice step up in luxury of what our other offerings are in the area. It is on a a part of the mountain on the east side that allows... um, access to all over the mountain from there. Um, it is our, our first five-star luxury property uh, here in the area. Uh, we do have a second one now opening up in uh, um, expecting it to be winter of 24 um, and that will be the one and only and that oh. is on the other side of the mountain in what we call Moonlight Basin that's another part of our private club series that'll be a brand new property first one in the United States uh, one and only's are throughout the world Mexico is probably the closest one we have but we'll have a one and only here in Big Sky and so it's really kind of setting a, a, a really high bar of, of the quality of the luxury product we have available and that the clientele uh, really looks to that experience especially in montana you would think they would put a property like that in an aspen or a vale or um, park city but big sky is really becoming a very well-known and very i don't want to call it exclusive it's open to everybody but it just has this different level of, of luxury that um, is available well it's it's i can the montage is amazing it really is and it's got so much for families couples whatever you want and the service level is out of this world the food as well incredible and the one and only that's really exciting 
exciting news. That's mm-hmm. great. And you've got down at the mountain base, you've got where we are now, you've got the, the Summit and the Huntley, which are premier properties, ski in, ski out, everything you could possibly want. Both have had an overhaul over the last few years. Is that correct? They sure have. And so uh, with this kind of clientele that Big Sky is starting to attract, a lot of our older properties, that, as you just mentioned, that are here on property at the resort have all been upgraded and brought up to a high level to a very comfortable. Our food and beverage departments have all stepped up a number of new restaurants that have opened in the in these particular areas. And um, and when it comes to like lift access or easy ski and ski out, there, there is nothing better than these two properties here at the Huntley and the Summit here at Big Sky. Well, there's certainly easy ski and ski out for sure. Now, speaking about the town, it's around, what, 15, 20 minutes down the mountain mm-hmm. and the town is really going great guns as well and it's becoming more of a, a hub for the mountain and you've got a bunch of properties going to be opening there as well. That's great news. We do. You know, Big Sky... Uh, has kind of two different generations here. One was the resort will be celebrating its 50th anniversary in 23-24. And we will have a new launch of a brand new tram that will be here as well. But so the town, which is seven miles down the mountain from us, like you said, 10 to 15 minutes away, is really kind of the new part of Big Sky that's really becoming more established. That's where our grocery stores are at. That's where a lot of... um, year-round uh, workers and residents are living down there. Uh, that's where our golf course is and um, a number of uh, storefronts and, and things like that. It's funny, as we had talked, like if you look at a Google map, still Big Sky is really undiscovered on the map because we've had so much growth and building in the last seven years that Google Maps hasn't even been able to keep up with all the growth. And so we have um, a number of new properties going in there. Right now we have one hotel uh, that's centrally located there and as well as a movie theater, about 12 restaurants, uh, four or five, well actually, excuse me, 10 retail locations, three ski shops, numerous coffee shops. But this is the part of Big Sky that's gonna continue to grow. We have a large capacity to add additional housing for condominiums and and private homes. But at the same time, we see an increase in um, hotels uh, being built in that area as well. So we expect anywhere from 300 uh, to 400 new keys or new Mm. doors for hotel rooms being uh, available in the next two to three years. And one of those is the limelight, is exciting. We believe the limelight's coming. We Fingers also, crossed. Uh, Gravity House is being discussed and um, and then another Marriott property to complement our other Marriott property we currently have, which is called the Wilson, which is uh, part of the residence in chain of, of hotels, which oh, gives that's you really good. our skiers a little different experience that they have a kitchen and a bathroom and a living room and a bedroom all in their in their mm. um, own room, which is... Well, we, better, we better talk about the skiing and the snowboarding, of course, because it is... Um, amazing and you i was learning yesterday that the black runs which are the advanced runs are not groomed at all because it's like don't you dare groom our black runs so is a lot of your market experienced skiers you know um for a number of years big sky has had a very a reputation of being like the skiers ski resort and that we have when we put in the first tram um up to the top of the peak uh that opened up more terrain and more access to, to skiable acreage that you would typically see in Europe, uh, where it would be um, 
really kind of take your life in your own hands and, and go up and explore. So back in the day when we did put in the tram here, it, it really put us on a on a level of um, skiing a skiing terrain that was uh, unlike any place else in the United States that was in bounds of the ski area. And so with that, typically most uh, ski resorts in the United States are single black diamond or double black diamond. We actually had to introduce triple black diamond because of what we were able to open up. With that, though, it takes a huge responsibility of making sure that we, because it's inbound skiing, we have to mitigate safety and mitigate snow avalanche issues and things like that. So we have a very large ski patrol here that is uh, professionals out on the mountain every day to open up this terrain and allow people to ski it in a, a safe way. And uh, at the same time, you know, looking to make sure that people don't put themselves in a, in a bad yeah, situation. Yes, so I heard the um, avalanche control yesterday, the, the boom in the mornings. It is common every morning. Uh, tomorrow morning when you wake up, you'll be hearing the booms because <laughs> we've had quite a bit of snow over the last couple of days. And uh, and we hear it all the way in town. Uh, when I first moved here, I thought my kids were slamming the doors in our house <laughs> when I was taking a shower. And I realized that no one was in the house. It was actually the avalanche bombs. Well, for Australians, the first time you hear it, you don't know what it is because you right. can't do it in Australia because all our ski fields are in national parks. Ah. And there's no dynamite allowed. Helen Hayes was speaking with Brad Niver of Big Sky, Montana. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.